opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Zoom on Zoom. I am not Mika White. However, I am her bestie, Cindy, and uh, filling in for her because she had to take her doggy to the vet. So, uh, I am really excited because we were wanting to bring on a guest to share some information maybe that we don't know and uh, thought we've been doing this now. I think this is the fifth session of Zoom on Zoom. The intent is for those who have been using a phone and want to maybe uh, break the ice and actually start using your computer or uh, your iDevice. And so that is our intended audience. And uh, anyway, so we will be covering some things today with Deborah Armstrong, who uh, is going to share some stuff around NVDA, JAW scripts. Uh, hopefully, she's going to teach me how to set up a mute and unmute button for global use. Um, in my job, I like to be on these calls, but a lot of times it's hard for me to navigate between things uh, because I have to keep on working. And so uh, that really excites the heck out of me. And uh, I know she had, oh, she's going to talk about um, uh, copying chats and, oh, I'm sure there's more stuff. So anyway, uh, and then when she's done, we will open it up to your questions because I know that some of you have been here every week. Some of you maybe have only been to one of these calls, and uh, maybe this is your first. And so we just want to try and, you know, get everybody's questions answered in the best possible way. So uh, bear with me a little bit, but we're going to start off with Deborah, and uh, just really appreciative of you agreeing to come on today, Deborah, and share some of your knowledge with us. Well, I hope I can help. Um, I just wanted people to know that if I sound like I'm crying, it's because I'm in Northern California and our smoke is really, really bad. So it's making my allergies very snuffy. But I'm fine. I'm not at all upset. I just have a stuffy nose. All right. You sound you sound good. So. Good. <clears throat> Um, well, I do have a list of notes here, but if you want to prompt me because you've been uh, listening okay, well, to first, all the calls. I, I, well, I have not actually listened to all of them, and I think it's okay if we repeat things. Um, as I said, I think that there's going to be people here who have been to every one of them, and then some that this is their first time coming on, Zoom on Zoom and everything in between. So... Um, I think I'll just work with my notes yeah. then. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I'm, I know there's just one thing I want to learn. Okay, well, my notes are in the order of the questions that I heard on the calls that I sure. thought were the easiest to answer. Okay. So, 
The, the, um, let me start first by telling you how I went through this journey of keystrokes. So I was going to have carpal tunnel surgery in August, and I did have wonderful surgery, and my hand is back to normal. But I was in kind of a panic because the doctor said, you're not going to be able to use your right hand for three weeks. So that, that inspired me to do a lot of research. The first thing I realized is that you cannot do Alt-A very easily with one hand. So I watched some Zoom videos, and I learned how to change my keystroke and in fact my mute keystroke is now set to F1 which I find much easier than Alt A but um, I have to always remember to hit F1 when it's time so when I was doing that research that's where I discovered how to make it a global keystroke so what you're going to do and I'm I'm going to explain this but um, I'm also willing to send you notes Cindy so you can put them at the end of the community call email so um, if you guys want to take notes, it's fine, but I can I will write them up at the end of this call. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to go into the Zoom main window, and you know that when you're in a meeting, that's a different window that kind of appears when you're in a meeting and kind of goes away when you leave the meeting or when they kick you out of the meeting. Um, but the Zoom main window is the one that has tabs for home, chat, meetings. You need to be in the home tab. If you're anywhere else, especially if you're in the contacts tab, the contacts tab, you'll get completely lost and you won't be able to find settings. So you're going to be in the home tab and you tab around till it says home and that's how you know you're in home. home. If it says something like contacts, chats, meetings, well, you're not in the home tab. So you need to go to the, you know, the main tab, which you can get to with tabbing. I know I'm saying the word tab a lot, but we tab a lot in Zoom. And then you have to left arrow, left arrow all the way to home. Okay, now you're in the home tab, and then you're going to tab, I know we're saying this word a lot, tab over to settings and press enter, and then you will be in a tree view of settings. The difference between a Zoom tree view and the tree views you typically see are that to go to each setting, you're going to press enter. So you, they have, there's general, there's audio, there's video, and I'm going to actually go through it right now myself. And there are several other settings, but the, the very second to the bottom, the bottom is accessibility, but the second to the bottom one is keyboard shortcuts. And when you go into keyboard shortcuts, uh, you will see just that an enormous list of keyboard shortcuts in older versions of Zoom. You couldn't really change them, really old versions. Like when I first started using the product, it was supposed to be just an accessibility table where you could look them up. But now you can actually change them. So when you get to a keystroke you want to change, you are going to press tab. So I got to mute. I pressed tab. It There was then a button that said shortcut. Uh, no, it said the name of the key, which at that point was Alt-A. And then when I tabbed again, there was a button that said shortcut. If I had pressed space on that, I would have been able to change it. But we're going to assume that we're not going to change it now. So then you press tab and there's a checkbox. It's the only checkbox in this dialog box and it says global 
double hotkey and it's unchecked. If you check that box, and that's basically all you have to do is check the only checkbox in the key keyboard shortcuts dialog, you will now set it to be a global hotkey. And what that means is that no matter what application you are in, if you hit your mute key, which is all day for you all and F1 for me, it will mute or unmute. And that's true of all the other hotkeys, and there are a lot of them. There are about 20 of them here as I'm arrowing through this dialog box. Um, keys, so like, for example, I work with a lot of sighted people, so I share my screen all the time. And so that's all. Yeah, so I wanted to make it a global hotkey so I didn't have to go find the Zoom window, find the screen I'm sharing, you know, all these sighted people, they all can click on stuff. They're so darn fast. I, I don't want to look stupid futzing with the keyboard and trying to figure it out. So I set my share screen to a global hotkey, too. So it just makes me a little bit faster when I'm working with them. So I'm going to stop here and look at my notes. And Cindy, if you want to jump in and have some comments or more questions, that would be great. So one of the things that I've learned with Zoom and when you're in settings and people think, but I couldn't find where to save my settings. Like there's, there's really, there is no save these settings. When you are in the settings, they save as you go. So whatever settings, if you, if you uh, check something or uncheck something, it takes effect immediately. So that's just a little piece of information to share um, because I know sometimes people are trying to do something, they're following all the steps, but then they feel like they didn't finish the job, right? But You've always been taught to hit okay yeah, or apply, exactly, right? Okay, right, exactly. Right. Some sort right? of save button or, you know, yeah. something to finish yeah, the job, right? Yeah, done. Now yes, done. Done button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Zoom says, now we're going to just, you can just do this on the fly and they take right then and there. So that check, uh, the global settings check, as soon as you check it, it's taken effect. And if you go back yep. in and uncheck it, it's gone again. Yep. 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 So I can never use F1 for help now, but it's not really the end of the world because I never got much help out of it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> okay. Um, let me uh, talk to you now about the uh, NVDA add-on because there were quite a bit of questions about that last week. And poor Mika, she's so busy, she hadn't had a chance to try it out. Well, I spent some time playing with it. And, of course, we know that NVDA is the free screen reader. So even if you're a JAWS wizard, it's always a good idea to learn a little bit of NVDA since you can use it really anywhere, including on a flash drive. Yes, I love it. So this add-on was released around the third of this month, so that it is brand new. And it only works with the most current versions of NVDA 2018-3 and above. So if you have an older version, you do need to get yourself updated. Um, you install it the way you install any other NVDA add-on. I'm not going to go into that now, but we could have a community call someday on using NVDA, but just get some help if you don't know how to install an add-on. Once you've got this puppy installed, and it's pretty trivial, there is an enormous list of keystrokes. I'm going to just tell you about the two important ones, because all the rest of them are really if you're going to be hosting a meeting. If you are hosting a meeting, you might want to do all sorts of sophisticated things, but if you're just a user, these two keystrokes are the only ones you're going to need. 
NVDA shift A. So you're going to hold down either insert or caps lock, what they call the NVDA key, and you're going to hit the shift, hold down the shift key as well, and you're going to hit A. And A stands for alerts as well as audio. Uh, and it's a three-way toggle. So it toggles between saying everything, beeping when there's alert, but not speaking, and no alerts, no beeps at all. So many of you know that if you hold down insert and hit S for speech, you can toggle between no speech, speech beeps, and all speech. And so this NVDA-A follows the same pattern between alerts, beeps, and no alerts. And it is not global. You have to be in the NVDA window for that to uh, work. If you're anywhere else, that keystroke just is going to do absolutely nothing. Um, the other keystroke to know about is NVDA Z, and you don't have to hold down any shift key or anything. Z stands for Zoom, and this will take you into a nice little dialog box with all of the settings for the add-on. And so it, here you can also switch between alerts enabled, alerts disabled, or uh, alerts just beep at you. And uh, But that will save if you tab over to do save it will save it so that it's a permanent setting uh until you you know use the nvds to toggle between it the other thing that you can configure in this dialogue is something called custom settings and i kind of lied i told you it was a three-way toggle but it's actually a four-way toggle it's it's alerts beep alerts no alerts and custom alerts and if you were in custom alerts here in this dialog box, you can tell it which kinds of alerts you would like it to alert you to. So if you only want to hear alerts when people enter the room, but not when people leave the room. If you only want to hear alerts, say, when um, someone raises their hand. Or if you only want, this is where you're going to toggle it. So it gets really complicated. Depending on how deep you want to go into this, it has an excellent documentation. It When you pull up documentation, it's a web page. You can save that web page. In fact, whenever I see documentation like this, I always save it on my hard disk and give it a meaningful name so I don't have to go look for it on the web. So depending on how involved you want to get, um, that's what the power of that particular add-on is. And once again, I'm going to take a breathing break here and look at my notes for a minute. So if Cindy would like to make any comments, that's great. Sure. And one of the things I would love to say, Deborah, I know you're looking at your notes, but if you or if there's anybody else out there that would love to do some sessions on NVDA, there is, it has been a request for that many times over the last six months and would love to be able to offer that. Uh, NVDA was my saving grace five years ago when I got my Windows 8 computer and needed a way to be able to use a screen reader and couldn't afford all the upgrades that it would have taken for me to be able to use JAWS and the cost. And uh, I've used NVDA for the last five years on my personal laptop. So. Uh, but I, I don't have time to, to uh, teach a, a class like that. But if, if there's anybody out there that would like to, please send an email to me at community at acb.org and let me know. Let's get you on the schedule. Cindy, so. do you want to take this question? 
Um, no, we're going to wait till the end and then okay. we'll take questions. Okay. So thank you though. All right. Well, I've got many more things in my notes. So yeah, um, Cindy can go. decide how far she wants me to go. Um, my next thing was another common question people were asking. Okay. Suppose you don't have this fancy add-on for NVDA. Or what if you're using JAWS and you uh, want to silence alerts and you don't have a bunch of fancy scripts? Okay. Let me talk a little bit about the differences between the keystrokes we've been exploring here in the previous Zoom on Zoom calls. The first one is the JAWS keystroke insert space S. And if you hold down the insert and hit the space, you're doing something called a layered command, which means JAWS ran out of keys on the keyboard. So it started creating these layered commands so it could add more commands. So a layered keystroke is nothing more than a keystroke that involves two steps because basically they ran out of keys to put all these commands on because it's such a powerful screen reader. So insert space turns on layered mode and you hear a little beep and then you hit S without holding anything down. And that toggles between speech on demand, which means JAWS only talks to you if you press the key. It won't automatically say anything. Basically, it shuts it up unless you tell it to speak. And normal speech, full speech, which means that it's going to talk whenever it feels like saying something, which sometimes is more than you want. Uh, so... That is the easiest way to silence speech in um, in Zoom or anywhere else because you still have speech on demand. When you get a keystroke, you can get it to read something to you, but the rest of the time it's not going to talk. But it's not the only way. There is a set of, of scripts that are built into the last two versions of JAWS. If you have a JAWS previous to that, they won't be there. And they allow you also to change alerts. You can turn them off or on. And that is Alt-Windows S. So the Alt and Windows are together on many keyboards. You hold those two down while you hit S. And that toggles between no alerts being spoken and all alerts being spoken. And that leads me into my next question, which is about the script. There are, at this point now, three different sets of scripts for JAWS. They are all written by Brian Hartgen of Hartgen Consulting. He's the guy that does J Say and J Dictate and Lisi and all that other stuff. The British guy who runs Team FM. Hartgen.org. That's H-A-R-T-J-G-E-N dot O-R-G. He wrote the original free scripts and offered them on his website, and you can still download them, and they run with versions of JAWS from, I think, 2015 up. But Freedom Scientific, when COVID hit, and a little bit before that, too, realized that people were going to really need these scripts. So they purchased the free scripts, or they purchased rights to the free scripts from him, so they could include them in JAWS. So... If you have an older version of JAWS, you can download them from Brian's site. If you have a newer version of JAWS, you can um, just relax because they're already there. What these scripts do is they make a little bit of the speech more consistent in places like, I know poor Mika always struggles when she does Alt U and she's looking at the participants panel and everything's jumping around. The scripts straighten that out a little. They don't make it perfect, but they do improve. Uh, navigation in the chat and the participants panel. I have only been talking about the free script. And they also have that Alt-Windows S keystroke that lets you silence alerts or re-enable them. However, they have a lot of limitations. And one of the biggest ones is that 
when you silence alerts or enable them, it only works when you're in the Zoom window. So if you go to uh, Outlook, like I do in my job, I'm in this long meeting that's going on and on and on and on and on. And I have all sorts of email I have to look at. If I go over and start looking at my email and Outlook, all of a sudden I start hearing alerts again, even though I silenced them. And that is because I was using the free scripts. First downloaded from Brian's side and later because they were integrated into JAWS. However, when I finally decided I was going to show up $36 and buy the scripts, uh, the paid scripts are basically the free scripts on steroids. So his paid scripts do many wonderful things. There's a huge document file on them. But I'm only going to describe the two things that they do that I use every single day of my job. One of them is that they make alerts global. So now my mute key is global, which means I can be doing other things for my job while I'm in a long, boring meeting. My boss is not here, so we'll say that <laughs> some of my meetings are not that exciting, and I have other things I have to do. But I have to be present in this meeting and staring at my camera and looking busy. Meanwhile, Jaws can read my email to me, and so I can do Alt-Windows S to silence those alerts, or I can do Alt-Windows S to turn them all on to see what all those sighted people are saying in chat. And if you are in meetings with sighted people, boy, do they love to use the chat. And that leads into the next keystroke I use every day of my job, which is Alt-Windows B, which is the Braille mode. And what this does, and it's global too, thank goodness, is it puts the all those alerts on my Braille display without staying them. So I can be reading my email with speech and keeping up with the chat in Braille. And that was definitely worth the $36 I spent on it. As you know, the British pound rate changes every single day. So you need to look at the exchange rate or ask your Alexa how much it's going to cost you today before you go into Brian's side and buy the script. So don't don't complain if I told you I paid 36 and you've got to pay more because it's uh, he's British and it's selling by the British pound, not by the American dollar. So that covers... Can I ask you a quick question? I'm, yeah, and I'm so done with this. I was going to look at my Alt notes. Alt-Windows S and the Alt-Windows B, those are both part of the paid... Um, yes and no. Alt-Windows S is part of both, but Alt-Windows S in the free scripts only works inside Zoom. Alt Windows X in the paid scripts works everywhere. It gotcha. Global. Thank you. Yeah. Alt Windows B is only part of the paid scripts, unfortunately. All if right. you want to see what you can do in the free scripts, you need to be in the Zoom window and do insert H, and you will get a list of, of all the keystrokes that are in the free scripts. Right now, there is no help documentation in the JAWS help on the Zoom scripts because they're so new to the JAWS books, they haven't written their own documentation. That's for the free scripts? You can do for insert the H? For both of them. Okay, and do you need to be then in, like, can we do it from this meeting window? Uh, you can do it from this meeting window. Okay. Um, and you will get slightly different results if you do it from in the Zoom window and in the meeting window because okay. the keystrokes that you have access to are a little bit different. Um, but remember, that's not going to work if you don't have a really current version of JAWS. It, if you don't, then you have to download the free scripts from his site. Because Freedom Scientific did not include them in older versions. Right. Okay. So I'm going to look at my notes, but go ahead, okay. go ahead and take a couple questions because these were the most sure. important things. So let's, let's, I, what I would like is if you have a question about something that's been covered 
today. So we'll still have time for other questions as well. Uh, but all right, Agnes, you can well, unmute. I mean, I'm sorry. Good afternoon. Um, hi. The question, hi, I have is this. I have the latest version of JAWS, so I have the scripts. But when I hit like Alt-Y, uh, it will never say that my hand has been raised. Um, I believe that is because there is no alert associated with it uh, when you are the one raising. It tells you when other people have raised their hands, but I don't know that there is an alert associated with it that... Um, I think you're right. Pick up. But if you do insert up arrow when you uh, have done that, if you're on your name, it should tell you your status. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Victoria. Also, audio now unmuted. Yes, hi. Hello. I, I'm late getting in here and I apologize, but we have a Zoom call. Um, we can hardly hear you, hon. You need to get closer or talk louder. We had a Zoom call with the Houston Council for the Blind, our chapter meeting yesterday. Uh -huh. We've been having to do this ever since this madness with the pandemic. But anyway, I just discovered how to do the raised Day hand because I didn't know how to do it. And uh -huh. when I went to, someone sent me the thing from Brian, what's his name, Harlan? Harchin. And But some of the stuff he was saying, it sounded like you needed Zoom Pro to be able to do some of this. And, and I, what I would like to know is if you want to send a message to someone in the chat area mm -hmm. what are the keystrokes to do that well alt h takes you alt h takes you to the chat okay and typically when you do alt h you land in the edit field where you can type in your message and the default is I've noticed the default is usually to everyone. So it's going to be to everybody. Okay. If you don't want your message to go to everybody, you're going to tab until you hear everyone. And then you can either arrow down and find the person you want, or I believe you can actually type in their name and find them that way. Um, once you hit enter on their name, it lands you back into an edit field for you to type your message and then you just hit enter and it goes directly to them. Now, one of the things that I've noticed and I have not used chat a lot, so Deborah, correct me if I'm wrong, all of those messages, including the private ones to you or you to somebody and the ones to everyone, from everyone, from you, all of that, they are all in the same string or, you know, in the same field <clears throat> and um, so it is pretty easy I have found to miss a message that's direct directly to me uh, if there's a lot of chatting going on you also, are correct it's so frustrating oh. and and also the other thing that I've noticed is you want to make sure that if you are doing a private message with somebody that if you decide you want something to go to everybody you have to go back tab to the fields where the name the list of names are and go back up to everyone hit enter on everyone and then make your 
you know, start your chat. So that is all correct. And in fact, it's very easy for sighted people to make this mistake too. So don't feel bad because our college president once had a private conversation and chat with somebody. And then at the end, it had a lot of good links in it. So she decided to email that chat to everybody. Oh, no. And we got her private conversation. Oh, with no. Oh, no. So, and, so this is the best expression yeah, Alt H opens the chat window and it also closes the chat window. So, uh, or you can hit escape or you can hit like Alt U and it will close the chat window and take you to the participants list. Okay. Hello. So after you do Alt H, then you hit enter and then you'll no. be. No. So Alt H, you don't, you don't hit enter. You're going to already be in the chat once you do Alt H. Okay. okay. At that point, you can either type your message and then hit enter. Okay. So you can say, hi, everyone, enter, okay. and it will go to everyone, okay. right? But if you wanted to just say hi to Deborah, you're going to want to tab until you find the everyone and find Deborah, enter on her name, and then type a message, enter, and it will go just to her. Oh, okay. okay. But again, it will show up in that one field where all the chat messages are, it's like a string okay. and you just keep on having to read, you know, arrow through it to find a message from someone or to you or whatever. And it's circular. So it as circular, you arrow yeah. down, you get back to the top. I was in a Spanish class where a lot of the information was in chat. And so it was very uh, confusing trying to figure out the thing that I had to respond to because there's a lot there. Now, One of the helpful things is watching the time. Uh, that that's very helpful uh so if you want something recent you might look at what the time is right now and then go you know what i mean and and mm -hmm. kind of pay attention mm -hmm. to the time yeah that i does do that help. with the chat with uh when we do karaoke because there's so much messages Thank you. Guys. Now, that was a perfect example of alert you just heard. And when you're in chat, all those things that you type are going to be read out loud to everybody, unless it's someone like me who's turned on Braille mode. And so and you can't turn that on unless you pay for the, the expensive script. So you have to be respectful of other blind people who may not have the ability to turn that chat off. All right. Thank you so much. And Doug, you're next. Do you have uh, do you have these classes where Mac um, stuff is is uh, pr predominant rather than Windows? Um, I have, have a partial answer. Well, well let me just answer. Let me answer this question uh, from my perspective. We have not done any Zoom specific calls specific to Mac. We have some Mac classes that are being held but they are not necessarily specific to Zoom. And we do these Zoom classes, which have not been specific to Mac. So if somebody My wants to offer answer, them, great. <laughs> I do not know the Mac, but the people that are wizards at the Mac are Mystic Access. So if you have a job-related situation where you need the Mac, you might want to get your employer to pay for training with Mystic Access and Zoom because they are wizards on using Zoom with the Mac. And if you're not in a job-related situation, I would say just keep pestering your Mac friends for help. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Doug. Hi, Larry. You're next. I just wanted to ask, where do you go to read all the chats? How do you get to that? Alt-H. 
And then once you do that, you tab to that window. Um, I don't know that we've had any chatting. I haven't heard any chatting. And I don't even know if it's on. Let's see. Nika did a little bit of a training on chat last week. She showed people how to use it. Oh, yeah, uh, it is on. So you could see. I'll do one. Everyone. Um, so basically, you do Alt-H. You tab past the text field. You tab past the who it's going to field, the recipient field. And you are landed in a sort of dialogue box that has all the chat messages. But you have to arrow through them, and you can't really easily copy and paste them. The easiest way to deal with reading them, I think, is to save the chat. And to do that, you tab once more to more chat options. You hit hit enter you down arrow to save file you press enter and this chat is saved in a file name with the time and date and that is the current chat the state of the current chat and if more things happen in the chat and you do save it will append to that file but if you wait too long and oh my goodness my poor sighted friends have done this more than i have um if you wait too long the meeting ends and the chat goes bye bye so a lot of times in meetings where we have a lot of things going on in chat i will remind everybody i'll say okay i'm going to be ending the meeting in about three minutes so take time save the chat now because it's going to go away okay thank you very much um let's see sorry uh, uh gudrun you're next can you hear me Yes. Uh huh. Okay, good. Now I tried to do this Alt Y and you know insert up arrow, you know, and I could not hear. I heard other things. And then all of a sudden, I was um, going around and and doing things, and all of a sudden it it did give me the status. It says lower, said lower hand, which meant that my hand was raised. Yes. But how to get reliable information is the scary thing, especially when you're doing something where uh, you're supposed to interact intelligently with people and sing karaoke. <laughs> well, you know, when I, I want to say, yes, and be able to sing karaoke. Exactly. That's important. So I, I think you, you hit uh, something there when you said that you stumbled upon it. You yes. know, uh, Deborah was talking about tabbing, right? And that mm -hmm. word was used a lot. Let me tell you, anybody that's trained with me as a host, <laughs> they hear it a lot. I always tell them, keep on tabbing, keep on tabbing, tab, 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 tabbing, tabbing. It is your friend. Um, if, you know, sometimes you something will go off focus or for whatever reason, or you can't even arrow up and down. If you tab, it's a circular again. You'll end up back at your participants list. And right next to your name, if your hand is raised, it will say lower hand. The lower hand okay. won't be there if your hand is not raised. I also have a keystroke that I heard from somebody that if you want to try and get back to the main Zoom window, it's uh, Control-Alt-Shift. It's supposed to take you back to that. Control-Alt-Shift. Shift. Shift is supposed to take you back to where? To the Zoom window. If you sort of don't know what panel you're in. All right. I'm going to try it. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to try it. Let's see. Control-Alt-Shift. Um, let me see. It worked. Okay, Very good. Whoever taught that to you, that's a good one. His name is uh, G uh, 
Jerry Legates, I think. Well, yeah. Jerry was right, and that worked. Yeah. So, <laughs> troll, there's there's one to add, Deborah, to our, uh, our important list. That's yes, true. that's a really good one that's because true. you know there's times that I am uh, doing something and I'm in a room and somebody asks me a question. This happens a lot on our president's calls, um, <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're off doing their they're talking, and I'm just kind of hanging out there. So I'm usually just doing other stuff. And then, of course, they ask me a question. And uh, so now I know I can do Alt-Control-Shift. Do you have to control, uh, do you have to combine this? this uh, alt It's all together. Stuff? It was all I mean, with, with the, I mean, with the Alt-U, do you have to have that uh, on before you can do chat? Or do you have, you know. That's, no, so Alt-U is different than Alt-H. They're two different right. hotkeys and those open different panels. So. Alt-U opens your participants panel so that you can see the list of people in the room. Right. But do, do you need to use that before you can chat? That's what I mean. Do you need, do you need them to be? Alt-H, yes. Because otherwise you're not in the chat window or the panel. No, what I mean, if I, if I, I have to open the panel before I can do Alt-H, is that right? Or can I do Alt-H without being in the panel? What panel? Participant in the participant in the in the participants. You know, it panel. doesn't matter if you're in the participants list or not. Okay, so they are as not. As long as you're in the meeting room, no. As long as you're in this meeting room, as long as you're in okay. this particular window, you could do okay. Alt H and Alt U. They are independent of one another. They don't need each other. Okay. No. Right. I yeah. have a couple of warnings about this Alt Shift uh, Control keystroke. Yeah. Control and shift switch from one keyboard language to another, which for most of us isn't a big deal, but I study Spanish, so when I do it, it switches me to the Spanish keyboard. So that's a bad plan um, for me, but it works for most other people. The other thing to know is that there are several things like programs like TeamViewer and other things if you're working with an employer that might also use that keystroke. So be aware there could be keystroke conflicts, if, if especially well, that's actually a good point because, um, Deborah, there's a lot of people have the problem with control two and hearing the active microphone. Mm -hmm. Do you have any response to that? Because sometimes I, and, you know, it, it works for me and I've not had to do anything special. It's just always worked for me. But for some people, it doesn't work. That was on my list to research. So I will email community if I run across the answer because I haven't got to that. Sure. Uh, but there, there are sometimes things in conflict. Now, with NVDA, Control-Alt-Shift will work, but you have to set an NVDA setting to pass through keystrokes. I do not remember the exact wording for it, but it's under keyboard in NVDA. And if you don't turn that on, NVDA will block that keystroke. The last thing that will block that keystroke are many of the cheaper Bluetooth keyboards. So if you got an Amazon Basics or some other Bluetooth keyboard that was under 50 bucks it usually will only let you hit two keys at a time. So just to be aware of those caveats. That's good to know. I'm ready for more questions. All right, Wes. Yes, uh, you've been talking a lot of tips for like uh, JAWS users. And I'm curious, do you have any tips or information for using Zoom with screen magnification? Only that if you are using magnification that lets you track the focus, that sometimes it will be magnifying completely the wrong area of the screen. So if you have the kind of magnification that lets you monitor an area of the screen, you want to try to park it there. 
uh, to monitor whatever it is you need to monitor and then switch back to focus tracking if you can. I know that uh, the magnification for the Mac is really superior in that regard where it will let you track the focus but quickly switch back to monitoring an area of the screen. So be aware of that because sometimes Zoom's keyboard focus will not be where your magnification, um, you know, enlarged window is parked. And you can miss, because I work, I work with low vision students a lot, and a lot of times they simply won't see something that my jaws is seeing because they have forgotten and they're still tracking focus. Yeah, I like, I have a hard time with the mute, unmute, because sometimes I have my screen zoomed all the way out when I'm just saying, let's do Zoom. Or I'm looking at, you know, maybe people got cameras going and kind of watching people, you know, beautiful faces or something. And then when I want to do my mute unmute, I don't get any audio feedback of whether the mute is the mute or unmute. I have to go all the way down to the corner of the screen to check or to check in my little window too. And that's another thing it comes down. I think about getting more hang of voiceover to do. You're using the Mac, right? It's a Mac. Yeah, so the Mac, I've had a lot of training on this, but I don't remember the keystroke at the moment. But get look that up because with the Mac, it's much faster to switch between monitoring that one area. So you can put a monitor on that area so that you can go right there and see if you're muted or unmuted. But like I said, I don't remember the exact process because I don't have a Mac here at home. I only have one at work and we're sheltering in place now. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Wes. Christina. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Cindy. Um, Debbie, when you were talking about the transcript and saving it, sometimes this works for me. If I tab over to the chat and I hit um, control A to select all and then I copied it and then I copy it in a document, that sometimes works. It does sometimes work. I haven't told people it works because they get really frustrated when it doesn't work. Now, did you say you tab over to more? To, and then go in it's and then more chat op it used to be chat options and it was more options and now it's more chat options but they just changed the name on the button and, and we're i'm sorry and then it's save file and it opens a little menu list okay and then the global shortcuts when you can make the shortcuts where do you go for that again that's settings keyboard shortcuts it's the second to the last item the last item is accessibility Thank so you. it's right about accessibility Thank and you. that's visually as well as auditorily, too. Okay. This is wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. There are no other questions at this time. So, uh, Deborah, Hello. I have one other keystroke I could teach you, but that sounds like someone else has a question. Hang on just a second. Who is that? AJ. AJ. Go ahead, yes. AJ. Uh, I'm a first time Zoom user. This is my very first time on, on this call. Uh-huh. And I um I uh, I did by the way I did happen to receive your message about about this this particular meeting on in my email box uh, last okay. night at around midnight. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Don't tell anybody I was working and sent that at one AM my time. Do not tell anybody that. <clears throat> Just kidding. Go ahead, AJ. No, I am oh yes, I am I am I this is my very first time using the Zoom app on my iOS device. Uh-huh. And does does it work the same way on 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 the PC version because I have I have an older version of Windows and I I'm stuck at Windows 7. 
I have an old Windows 7 machine in my office at work, and the last time I was in my office, which was Mark Zoom, March, Zoom was working on it just great. So and, um, um, I, I, I assume it still works. Yeah, I'm going to say I think it's more important to have the updated version of Zoom. Um, I have a you question. Make, sure, you, just a moment, please. So you want to make sure you have the updated version of Zoom, though, okay? Um, okay. I I I have a, I also have an early version of Jaws, which is Jaws 10. Yeah, that might be a little bit more problematic. <laughs> You'd actually be so, better off with the current version of NVDA. Yeah, you would. And NVDA really does work very similarly to JAWS. I think I, I it was not difficult to learn. The so, last version. And it's oh, pretty, sorry. The last version. Of so we're gonna we're gonna keep moving. If you don't have a specific question to this, because we do have some other people with their hands okay. raised. So all right, thank you, AJ. I'm glad you're, you're here. And uh, if you have a question, please do raise your hand. Appreciate that. It's Alt-Y if you're on the PC. It's Option-Y if you're on the Mac. It's in the lower right-hand corner on the phone. There's the More button. Double tap that. And then the Raise Hand feature comes up. And you can do Star 9 from your phone. And we have Christopher. That's, Christopher that's me. Alan. Um, yeah. Um, so my question is, um, I just uh, I just set up a Zoom account of my own, just a basic Zoom sure. account because I'm interested in learning how to host it. And and um, my question is, it's offering me a lot of different options. I have a PC. Um, it's a uh, it's a fairly fairly new PC, but um, but my question is, it's offering me a plugin for Outlook. It's offering me an extension to my I use Internet Explorer. Um, so my question is, I don't think I have the latest version of Outlook. I've got my computer in 2017. All right, let me stop you there. You sure. don't need the Outlook plugin until you become more sophisticated. I use the Outlook plugin in my job all the time. But for months, I did not use it, and I didn't need it. I only needed it when I started to schedule a whole lot of meetings and host a lot of meetings. And on your personal account, you're only going to have 40-minute meetings anyway, and then it's going to cut your meeting off. Right. That changed. And so for 40-minute meetings, uh, you can have longer meetings if it's only you and another person. You, you just don't, aren't going to need all this. They're just letting you know it all exists. All you really need is the Zoom client, and your free account will let you explore quite well without any of that other stuff. And, I, and I'll just add that I've been using Zoom regularly. We've held over 1,000 community meetings so far. I do not have any of those add-ons, so uh, any of uh, what you were just talking about. So, all right, Desi. Hi there, Desi. Hello. Um, so my, my question has to do with, and I know you've been talking about PCs and NVDA and everything, but I'm using an iPad, and I, I would like to know if there is a way, if you know of a way, to um, get from, like, this Zoom meeting window to the main window with without leaving this meeting. You know, like you gave the command, the keystroke before to, to jump from one thing to the other. But I don't know if there's a way that I could do that and still leave this meeting open. What I'm trying to get to are the um, the shortcuts, the keyboard shortcuts. Okay, those keyboard shortcuts are not on your iPad. Your layout on the iPad is a little different than on the iPhone screen, and I don't have an iPad in front of me, so I can't tell you right. the differences. But I know for sure that they're, they're, the keyboard shortcuts do not work on the iPad. 
They don't. Okay. No, these are just strictly for using Zoom on the PC. You have to locate the little doobers on the iPad and double tap on them if you use voice. Oh, them. right. Well, I was I was doing this with a Bluetooth keyboard, so. Yeah, unfortunately, but you can use the voiceover keystrokes to get the things a little quicker. But you can't uh, you can't activate any of those controls with keystrokes. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Desi. Phyllis. Yeah. Yes, hi. I was wondering how we can get the notes from Deborah after the meeting. Well, they're not going to come right after the meeting, but um, just watch your emails from for the community. Uh, when I'm able to uh, add them, they will likely be in the, if they're lengthy, they'll be in a Google Docs uh, and I'll send a link. Uh, that's how I normally share documents. So uh, give us a little bit of time because everybody's volunteers and uh, just watch that email that I send out. I always let you know what might be at the end of the email for you to, so that you know what I mean? So you can make sure you go look for it. And uh, that's where it will be. Cause we have about 1100 people on that email list and there's just no way I could, you know what I mean? Send out to individuals and stuff. So that's and when I was talking about notes, I was talking about notes I wrote to myself. So not to forget to mention them. Sure. That sounds great. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, Phyllis. Vicki. Vicky, you need to unmute with a Y. Vicky with a Y. Vicky Vaughn. 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 Okay. I don't like she unmuted. Oh, she's gone now. Okay, Linda. Can you hear me? It's oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hi. Wait, Linda, wait. <laughs> Linda, wait. Go ahead, Vicky. Sorry. What I was wondering was, um, this is my first time on the meeting, too. How can I get back? I'm assuming the meetings have been recorded. How can I yep. go back and find those recordings? Yeah, so acbradio.org slash acb hyphen events. We have probably hundreds wow. of, of uh, podcasts I'm, that have I'm sorry. Wait, can you start over again? I need to record that. Would you say that again? ACB? ACB radio. Uh-huh dot org uh -huh. slash acb hyphen uh -huh. events okay with an s at the end uh -huh. and if you put the word zoom in there mm -hmm. you're gonna in in the in the search you're gonna find uh quite a few of the calls that are about zoom so okay. thank you right. very much yep you're you are very welcome and welcome thank you okay linda Hi, sorry about that. Um, I have a couple um, of questions. Um, I, I'm learning how to, um, just starting to learn how to use Zoom with the uh, computer uh, with JAWS um, because I heard you could do so much more with it. Um, what do you, I have two questions. One of them is how do you get to set settings so that you can adjust what the picture looks like or you can you know, make adjustments. I don't know what to press for settings. That's my first question. And the second one's more complicated because sometimes when I go on Zoom websites, not this one, but when, where I go to church, for instance, whatever, um, I, the voiceover isn't loud enough. And so I can't see when to raise my hand and all that. And I rely on the voiceover and it's not loud enough. And I don't know if it's the techie people that are when you say the voiceover, are you using it on the PC or are you using it on your phone or what? No, iPhone. I was using it on my on iPhone. iPhone. I've run into that with some of the ACB websites too, but not so much as... Uh, I have the same problem. There's no solution to voiceover not being loud enough. You just have to use a headset. I, have a I didn't hear you. 
Um, this is Mickey. I have a solution if there's Can time. you wait, Mickey, for a second, yes. please? Okay. No problem. All right. Um, Deborah, continue on and answer her other question as well, and then we'll let Mickey chime in. I'm having a senior moment. What was your first The question? settings. Getting to oh, settings. settings, well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's really easy. You just have to be in the main Zoom window. You have to be sure your tab is home, and you tab past home a couple times, hit set, find settings, press enter, and you're in settings. There are two sets of settings, the, general, the, the settings that are there in your Zoom, and then if you select more settings, you will end up with the settings that are on the website. So all the video enhanced stuff and all like masking phone numbers all the sophisticated settings are actually on on your account on the zoom website but all the settings you adjust all the time are right there in the zoom app you're talking about the pc correct yes that is correct okay what about the other question <laughs> well we're gonna let mickey see if mickey seems mickey, to think he might be able to help you, you so let's see. oh thanks okay thank you hang there, on with voiceover there is the ability to change the volume and in if you it's an advanced feature in voiceover if you you can actually set up an activity with a different volume and then you can move to that activity which will increase the volume really i There's, never found that yep it's there so what do i look for um in settings in 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 uh settings oh and i can't wait i gotta turn my chat off it's distracting hold on I might need to, I might need to, uh, settings, general accessibility, uh, voiceover, voiceover. And then that, uh, there's another, it's easier to use a headset because I tried to look for it to no avail. So if you would tell me that, please, I'd appreciate it. Okay. I will, I'll need to set up some time to answer you. Well, you can email me if you want. You can email me if you'd like. Uh, um, no personal emails on okay. this thing. Nikki, my friends, you can email me. Or email Deb. I don't care. I just want to know. Okay, that works. Okay. I'll get together with Debbie because she might want to understand it too. All right. Awesome. Okay. I, I look forward to hearing about it. Thank okay. you. Okay. And Larry. Larry. Larry Johnson. It says you're muted, Larry. Okay, how about now? No, now you're not a. Now you're unmuted. <laughs> um, a question about password. Um, if you're hosting a Zoom meeting and you don't want to require someone to have to put in the meeting ID and password, is there something special that you do in the schedule that will allow that? Yeah. So. In your settings, again, if you are scheduling the meeting in settings, there is a spot where you can not require phone numbers to have to input the passcode. They still will need to input a meeting ID and you can, but that way you don't have to have the lengthy um, one tap mobile with the zero and all the commas and then the zero and the number sign and then more commas and the passcode and the number sign or the pound sign. You can also make sure that the other setting you want to make sure is that the uh, passcode is embedded in the link. So those are the things that if you are hosting and scheduling those meetings, you want to make sure are enabled. 
in your settings. And organizations can override it and require that everybody has a passcode, like our college does that. So I can't schedule a meeting without a passcode. Because I, we can join this meeting without putting in the Because Because the we have it set up that way. Okay, okay. So you go into settings in order to... Yep, but you have to be the host. You have to be the owner of the account. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's not dependent on the meeting you're joining. It's dependent on the meeting you're holding, right? Got it. You're hosting. Got it. Thank so, you. So, yeah, thank you. Well, that is the last question that we have. We only have like three minutes left. So, Deborah, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share? Just two more quickie keystrokes. Uh, insert S at NVDA is going to be your your secret if you don't have any add-ons or scripts. It is a three-way toggle, speech, no speech, beeps, and you want to set it to no speech. And you will have no speech at all. But that is the only way to turn off those alerts unless you're using the add-ons. Um, um, the last keystroke for JAWS is insert or caps lock, um, alt and windows. And that will capture the content on your screen that it can capture into its virtual viewer. It's useful if you can't cut and paste a link from um, the chat and you need to grab it really fast, focus on it, do the alt windows insert or alt windows caps lock you're in the virtual viewer the same thing that shows you like help and you can cut and paste from there so all right. i guess that's all i have okay oh my goodness this has been great thank you so much and thank you everybody for being here i think that we'll be taking a little bit of a break from the zoom on zoom calls i'm not sure for how long but just a little bit of one i do want to alert you to two other calls that are coming up this week if you host for me in community and or if you facilitate any calls through the community, I really am strongly encouraging that you attend one of these meetings. One is tomorrow night, Tuesday at 6 p.m. The other is Saturday at 2 p.m. They're going to cover the same information, but they really are about the host, the difference between host and facilitator, the relationship between them as well. So the differences, the relationship of and really wanting to make sure that we are all on the same page. It won't hurt any of you to be there if you want to be there. It's not a closed meeting by any means. And maybe it will encourage some of you to decide to try your hand out on running a meeting so you'll know what to expect if you decide to maybe hold a call of your own and what kind of support you would receive from a host and what might really be expected of you as the facilitator. So uh, we're holding those again this Tuesday, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern, and again on Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much, Deborah, for really being such a source of information today. And thank you, Sheila, for hosting, and thank you all for being here. And Darrow, thank you for streaming for us. Love you, my friend. All right. Thank you very much, you guys. Have a great rest of your day.